Hey guys, it's Casey here. I wanted to tell y'all about the launch party and live recording we're hosting on March 26th at Go Bar in Athens, Georgia. It's on a Monday, so I know you'll probably be feeling like death after a long day, so you should really come party with us. We're going to have a ton of prizes from Fuel Hot Yoga, Elite Pet Sitting, Dance FX, Kinship Goods, Horror Pack, Spooky Kitty Creations, Zombie Donuts and Coffee, Atomic Vintage, Pure Bar, and get this, grand prizes include a makeover to get you looking open casket good with beauty services from the Pawn Shell, that's me, and a $100 gift card and a two-hour styling session from Cheeky Peach Boutique. Uh, and then we're going to have a dream vacation getaway stay at Omni Resorts on Amelia Island. In addition to these awesome giveaways, we've got some delicious drink specials, a special performance by Cam from Episode 3, and DJ Twin Powers will be spinning tunes late into the night. So come join us for a night of fun, laughter, dancing, and borderline debauchery that will surely resurrect your spirit for the rest of the work week. I'm planning your funeral. <laughs> oh yeah, by the way, this is a oh, funeral, funeral podcast. A funeral story podcast that like that's a thing. No, it is a podcast, <laughs> a comedy podcast about funerals mm-hmm. called Funeral Stories. This is Laura, and this is Casey, and our guest Nat. He's the one with the male voice. <laughs> yeah, he's the man. Yes, he's we the think. man. We th- yes. I mean, <laughs> well, <laughs> oh, and that should be known. It should be. St- so manly. <laughs> it should be stated that his beautiful wife, Jamie, is sitting here, but she did not want to be mic'd. Yeah. So out. if you hear an adorable giggle in the background, that's it's, her. Not, it's not Casey or Laura. Or no, 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 She's no. telling me when it, I go too far. Yeah, there's going to be an LED app. She's <laughs> eating a giant boner. Too much. Under too the much, table. Too, too much. much. So Nat has, tell us a little bit about your background and why you're qualified to talk about funerals. Oh, God. Well, <laughs> if you work in the church. Well, let, let me start. I've, I've been in, golly, I've been in youth ministry. I was in youth ministry for almost 25 years. So mm-hmm. really long time. And then transitioned to older adult ministry. So. And then they caught him masturbating in the youth room. <laughs> yes. No, that wasn't me. Please. Okay, so back to happy things <laughs> like funerals. Uh, oh, oh, sorry. So back to... <laughs> So, so being in church work, though, um, <laughs> you do get to encounter lots and lots of funerals. But um, the ones I'm going to talk to you about really are ones that I didn't I didn't attend at my church or at any church that I was a member of or a part of, which is why they're so incredibly wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> why we we're too them. well. See, being a Presbyterian, we're really, really kind of boring. Our <laughs> Our, our, we do good funerals, I should say. We do good funerals. Our, the ladies that do our, um, our uh, receptions afterwards are really outstanding. So if you ever have a funeral, you want to have it at our church. And uh, it is, um, yeah, it's. (laughs) Nat had his hands on the table. He just got in trouble. I got in trouble. Hey, roller. (laughs) Laura just scolded him. Keep your damn hands in your lap. It's Presbyterian, not Catholic. Oh, God. Just bash so, upside uh, the head with a baseball bat. We do have really boring funerals. So, uh, with that said, um, I don't, I mean, it's really hard to celebrate at a funeral, though. You know, I mean, it, oh, I want people to, I want people to celebrate at my funeral. And yeah. I, I say that all the time. But I really hope people take me seriously. Like, I want my funeral to be a, 
utter celebration. Like, yeah. I mean, people are going to pick up beers as they come in and it'll be fun. Yeah. Yeah. Literally, like, you don't want them to pour one out because you don't want to waste a beer. No. Yeah. (laughs) That's fair. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Why would anyone do that? It's horrible. <laughs> Better be the worst beer. <laughs> Natty lights. Natty lights. But that's even that, it, we're like, that's, that's what you do. If you get a bad beer, you're just like, I'm pouring this one out in honor of Nat. Yeah. Um, I'm going to do that every time I taste a bad beer, even while you're alive. Where is the Sweetwater 420? Sweetwater 420? No, so where, like, you pour out the bad yeah. one. And, like, and then you the ask for a Sweetwater 420. Or any IPA. That if they, they want to sponsor us. We're totally yeah. open. <laughs> yeah. Totally, ab- we have all the available spots. <laughs> we will try to fit you in. Yeah, I don't know. You're gonna go on the waiting list. <laughs> anyway, okay. So let's actually, see. so we should definitely talk more about your funeral at the end of the episode. Okay. Yeah. So Great. keep listening. Yeah. Okay. Because it might suck until then. It Just will. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so where do you want to go with this? Wait, you were supposed to talk. Tell us about your background. Yeah. Oh, didn't I? He he did. I mean, oh, so you, the, I mean, you said the stories you're going to tell today are more personal. Well, why did you choose stories? your career, your professional, your prof- fuck? Oh God, your profession. Well, that was a long, convoluted story. I was first <laughs> a potter. I oh, made yeah. pottery I and. Uh, we lived out in the country. We were very poor. and uh, <laughs> Trying anyway. to make a living off art in Waycross. Oh, <laughs> no way. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So my first night in the pottery studio, I put a hand-painted sign that said pot shop and <laughs> pointed down the road. So 2.30 in the morning, I'm firing a kiln, working my butt off, trying to make a go of it with clay. And all of a sudden, knock, knock, knock at my door. I'm like, come in. And two of my neighbors walk in and go, hey, are you Scott? <laughs> yes. And they said, you got any pot? <laughs> and I said, Uri. <laughs> and Uri. so I started trying to walk them around and show them what it was that I did. This is my pottery studio. This is my potter's wheel, and this is where I work, and this is my kiln, which I'm firing right now. And and they're like, oh, we don't need any of that. I'll see you. And oh turned and walked away. <laughs> I like the, like, you're yeah. just advertising. No holds bar. Advertising. Like, this is the fucking I'm not going to I need the business. That's right. It. Hard times in 92 in Tellmore, Georgia. Oh, my God. I love Well, that's exactly where you need to smoke all the pot. That's right. That's yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So there, you would have been rich. I would have. <laughs> But the church would have never had you. No. (laughs) Yeah. So at any rate, I I started volunteering um, when, can I drop names or or do I hold? When the prior youth leader left. When the prior youth leader left, I I stepped in and took over. We're not serving tea on this podcast. No, but I have a good story Throwing about some the prior. Shade. <laughs> oh, I want that. So I, I want a, the tea. That's why I'm, so I'm here. Our prior youth leader, I got pretty close to. Oh, um, not like that. Because um, my father had recently passed away, and you know, a, a, a male, you know, a male figure came along that was, okay. that was nice to me, that was older, and I needed that in my life, and then. I got real close with him, and he left the church to for another church, and 
Nat, on our first trip as our new youth leader, because we were so excited after he had been volunteering and then came on to be our youth leader full time, and we went on this trip and (laughs) out of state, and it turned into one of the most traumatic experiences of my life, because... You know, Kevin knew that I had been through a bad, a hard time, and so he. The fuck did you do? No, it wasn't now. Oh, okay. It oh, wasn't now at all. <laughs> so, Damn it, Nat. What did you so he said, Laura, why don't you stay behind and we can have a talk because I know you've been going through some stuff. And everybody else went back and showered, and him and I were talking, and I shared a lot of stuff with him. There wasn't anything like it was personal, but it wasn't anything bad I wasn't you know it was like seventh or eighth grade so it wasn't anything bad but it was just personal stuff mm-hmm. and in confidence so then and this was his new church that we were at was it his new church or was were we at a like I no I think we went to a lay renewal over in South Carolina at um it's over near Charleston, uh, Beaufort. Okay. Beaufort. So we were at this retreat in South Carolina, and our old youth leader asked me to stay back, and he, I told him all these things in confidence, and it wasn't anything bad, but it was just stuff that I didn't, personal, that I didn't want anybody to know, and that I thought I was telling him in confidence. So then he takes me into this room, sits me in a chair, and all these people start sitting in chairs, and then I realize they're sitting in a semicircle around me. And then he stood behind me and proceeded to tell them all the things I had just told him because that's what I was going through, and that's what they needed to pray over me about. So then all these people come up and start putting their hands on me, and oh, fuck no. praying over me. And I, I didn't grow up in church. So, and the only <laughs> church I had been to was Presbyterian, which we don't do that shit. No. So I started just, I didn't absorb anything they were saying to me. It was like I was just mentally blacking out. And I knew that Kevin had been standing right behind me. And even though I was pissed, I still needed like a, a connection. To, and so I reached back because I thought I was grabbing his hand and it wasn't his hand. Like it had women's fingernails and she like grabbed my hand like, oh, sweetie, oh, baby. And I'm and then I mean, it was it is a blur because it was so fucking traumatic. It was awful. And I told a friend Kelly, this is is why people don't go to church. I know. And she said, Laura, I would have never gone back to church again. I can't believe. And I wouldn't have ever gone back to church if it wasn't for Nat. Because he, do you remember this? Do you remember when this happened? Absolutely. I thought it was a terrible idea then. (laughs) Did you know he was going to do that? No clue. Can I ask a question? Just, we can edit it out, but I'm actually, so much editing. Yeah. I'm just like, what kind of shit were you sharing with him that he was sharing? I don't remember. I think it was just, like, my emotions. Like, what I was, you know, yeah. like, the dark thoughts I was having. Oh, yeah. Like, like stuff. Like, going, you're grieving? Yeah, my yeah. grieving thoughts. Like, this was something, I think he was the only person I had told this thought to, and I didn't tell anyone until probably 30 years later that I used to 
get so exhausted being at school, like having to be happy for other people because, you know, they're tired and ready yeah. for me to move on. And you're an emotional sponge. Yeah. And so, yes. <laughs> and so I would go home and lay in my bed and just cry. And the only thing that brought me comfort was the idea of killing myself. And so I would just lay in bed and fantasize about the blood like running out of me and Some heavy shit, you know, kid, yeah. but he was the yeah. only person that had, you know, he was that male figure yeah. at the time. And so I felt and the person where you feel like you should be able to tell them anything. And so after that, it was I was just like, nope, can't share my emotions you with anyone. You definitely don't have trust issues. But <laughs> definitely not. So but, you know, at the time, that was not something I wanted anyone to know that I was having those thoughts because they're fucked up forever yeah and you want to choose who knows it yeah exactly and now i'm choosing for everyone (laughs) but you know i've also said that part of this podcast is that i want to be more open and honest about what i went through because i want people if they feel that way or have had similar thoughts to be like okay god i'm not the only one oh yeah i think we talked about that on episode three yeah but it was it I remember that being one of the specific things, but it was it was mainly that kind of stuff. So nothing that I was doing that was bad, but it was still very, very personal. And yeah. to have this room full of fucking strangers. Adults. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know what... Oh, but there were a couple members of our church. It was mm-hmm. Buddy... Jenkins. ...were there. <laughs> Serving all the tea. And so we can beep that out, maybe. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We'll beep it out. <laughs> but they, I didn't even tell my mom that it happened because she was so like, you know, she your mom sucks when you're, <laughs> you're that age. And so I didn't tell her. And so Buddy came up to her at church and said, we had such a great experience with Laura, like painting this positive that was not the way I felt about it so, at all. So did your problems immediately go away because they prayed over it? Oh, yeah. Um. <laughs> No, I would say they gave me a whole new slew of problems, actually. <laughs> they should have pray- sent some more thoughts and prayers. But you do remember when that happened. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and she grew wings. <laughs> and, and then an entire covey of angels flew out of her ass and whistled, who to thunk it? Who to thunk it? And saved her. <laughs> and saved her. They saved I her. I was saved. It was an uh, unnecessary. It was, it was very uncomfortable for everybody. God. It was, it's one of those things where you're watching it happen and it's like, Jesus, this, this, this is, is not good. This is a horrible idea. Yeah. This is not good. And and I can see how upset Laura was. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there just shaking my head going, shouldn't have done this. Shouldn't yeah. Have, I'm just not going to pray on this because yeah. this feels bad. Or, or please let this get over quick. Yeah. That's what I'm praying for. And I mean, the only reason I went back to church was because Nat was just like, that was fucked up. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> were you? Yeah. Sounds about right. He was yeah. honest about it. Not like, well, you know, they were just trying to, or, you know, that you should look at this as a positive thing. Mm. He was just like, that was fucked up. So that's when, that's when I came back to, uh, uh, to work. Or, or I started working at the church, um, and it was very part time at first, and then gradually. Anytime you have a job at the church, they're going to find more for you to do. <laughs> <So> yeah. <laughs> gradually, my little uh, part time um, youth ministry became more and more and more and more and more and more. And so, anyway, that's how uh, I ended up doing what I'm doing uh, about. 13 years ago, I moved over from Waycross to the coast, and I'm in Brunswick now um, and working at St. Simon's Presbyterian uh, as uh, 
think the title I have now is Congregational Life Director. And so... You're uh, like a life coach? I'm, no, more like kind of organizing and getting people together. One of the things that we started noticing, it, actually at funerals, um, my our pastor and I were talking and it was after a particular funeral and the guy had been so amazing that, and and I knew nothing about his story until one of his kids came up and get and shared, you know, from life experiences. And I know, I remember sitting with our pastor afterwards just saying, God, I wish I'd known all of that stuff. And he's like, yeah, he goes, we need to know each other better. Aww. So that's, yeah. that's where this kind of new role came from. It was, and that's, that's sort of the thrust of what I do. You're pretty good at bringing so, people together. Yeah. It's put, yes. putting people together and, um, and helping folks get to know each other. Yeah. So that's, that's awesome. I mean, what a great job. I mean, Such yeah, that's yeah. how we know each other. Yeah. <laughs> that's true. I mean, we would, yeah, again, wouldn't be doing this podcast if no. it weren't for, Yeah. <laughs> So yes, this was a story we were uh, was shared with me by one of my friends, and uh, he was actually a uh, a. Um, we probably won't have him like an apprentice at the time. Yeah, he, yeah, it was his. He he was just learning uh, the art of embalming and and uh, uh, handling bodies, and so uh, this was in Seattle. Uh, and it was exactly as you'd imagine it. <laughs> dark and rainy <laughs> and miserable. <laughs> and uh, so anyway, my friend was going and, and it was his first time on his own. And he was in a big old Cadillac, uh, one of the really old Cadillac uh, hearse. And so he went to power steering was probably out. Oh my gosh. I can't even imagine. Just so he goes and through this rainy night and he picks up this old man, uh, from the, uh, the morgue and brings him to back to embalm, uh, from wherever he was prior. And so anyway, when he gets back to the morgue, he's, uh, there's a huge steep ramp that goes up to the room and so he's by himself, you know, <laughs> unloading this body and he is wheeling this body, not strapped to the gurney. Uh, it, it, they're supposed to be. Yes. I would think so. yeah. That sounds like just good for, practice. Just for precaution. If, if we'd but, like any uh, funeral directors and bombers to write in, let us know. Yeah. And so, yeah. And yeah. so he was real. And he, when he tells this story, he says, I was so green. He goes, I didn't know anything. Yeah. About anything. yeah. So uh, anyway, when he, he starts wheeling this body up the ramp and uh, one of the wheels gets off at the top of the ramp and of course throws <laughs> throws the gurney into an angle which lurches the body off the gurney and <laughs> the body then falls really far and I'm face head, palming so hard <laughs> the head hit on the curb and and just broke open oh my god what oh my god <laughs> like he didn't bill for those extra hours so, yeah so anyway <laughs> he, he did a real slipshod job of of stitching the head back together oh. and uh mm. and really putting the makeup on and and trying to make it look right i mean how did he even get the <laughs> so, body by himself well, did he have to call for help or? oh no no he he managed to he's like muscle it back anyone. up it's like i got it. it's mine now so 
<laughs> anyway, so he that's gets, literally dead then, weight, though. So well, like, but that's what he said. It was uh, it was. You know, he said it was like superhuman strength. All of a sudden, he had you know the adrenaline. The adrenaline like, rush. oh my god, I've ruined this job, and yeah, I literally and so killed he, the dead man. So <laughs> yeah, so he puts you know he, he gets the body back up and and gets it all fixed, and he thinks, oh god, at oh. least I, I I'm done. And then the guy, uh, his boss, comes in the next day, and uh, and and doesn't say anything. So anyway, when my friend comes in, he's like, you know, he's expecting to be fired. And the guy just calls him back, you know, kind of halfway through the day. And he says, I want you to know I found your mess. Oh. And uh, he says, I fixed it. But he says, please never, never do that again. Oh, no. <laughs> As in found your mess like the head? Yeah. Like he yeah. saw the head. Yeah. Oh, well, God. He, he saw oh. his, 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 brain. Brain. <laughs> his injury. His injury. <laughs> Postmortem. Oh my God. Well, that's the thing you got to think about falling. This yeah. is what I do on this fucking podcast is I'm always analyzing the shit. But mm. like imagine. She needs the visual. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Oh. The, at that angle, that dead weight. <laughs> Yeah. Coming down so hard and hitting that there's no way it was just like a, a bump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's no like blood flowing to like no. go to that place where it No pressure. Just thunk. <laughs> <laughs> so like what happens when you've stopped making blood? How what Well, whatever bodily fluids are there and, yeah. and organs will come out. And so. it doesn't smell mm-hmm. good, I'm sure. I'm sure not. Oh. Ew. Yeah. <sighs> I I it's one of those things I'm so interested in yeah. just a smell death, but I don't want to smell mm-hmm. death. Yeah. I'm good. I think I'm just going to take a pass on that. Yeah. No, when you smell it, you'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Kellen Carter, she's GBI mm-hmm. now, and she like literally goes into rooms where like there's dead bodies, murder scenes, and she married a Georgia State Patrolman. And mm-hmm. when I was like doing her makeup wedding makeup trial, she was like uh, telling me about all the stuff she did. It d- does, and if you know her, she's like, she was like majorette very girly girly um and she was like talking to me about it and she's like yeah the first time i got a dead body in my hair i remember i came home and he was like (laughs) her 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 husband was like oh so how many dead people was it today because you really stink and she was like (laughs) and it was like that for a couple of days and she's like it's really hard to get the sin of dead body off of you and i'm like Mm-hmm. And like apparently the person had been dead for like five days and they found oh. oh. Well you just reminded me of it. Oh good. Oh weird good. That's what happened. That, that had a purpose. Yeah. Yeah. That had a purpose. Uh, yeah. We I was coming home with Jamie to her mother's house and uh this is in Knoxville. And uh Shout out to Knoxville. We, uh, yeah, Knoxville. And so when uh when we pull up into her neighborhood, all of a sudden, you know, we're getting close to her house and as we turn onto her street there's cops everywhere. And so these cops came running up to the car and they're like, um, stay here, wait. And we're like, what? And so we're really getting nervous because we can see the heat is up around her mother's house. And we're like, geez, what is going on? What has she been doing? And so we're, I mean, I'm thinking the worst. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And then all of a sudden I see Pat come out the door and it was like, okay, she's okay. And then, uh, then she waves us through and the guy lets us go and so finally we get up and she said the next door neighbor they found him and i'm like what do you mean they found him and they she said he had been he had been dead for something like 
20 days and he had committed suicide. He had taken, he was a collector of all this old uh, war memorabilia. Oh shit. And so he had taken a sword. <laughs> he'd, he'd done a bunch of cocaine and then he had taken a sword and laid it on his bed and dove <gasps> on it. And uh, that was his. Like a uh, katana? Like. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my God. And so that's the way they found him, his desiccated Do we know but, what organs or like where he fell on it? I mean, I, I like... Kind of center like, of his like... So a slow death. I'm sure. Well, and... Uh, I mean, anything's going to be a slow death at that point, but yeah. some things are quicker than others. Like a kidney, yeah. a liver, a pancreas. Uh, you would want it to be the heart. Mm. I don't think so. I think this was like down in the gut. Could you imagine a a stomach? Yeah, that's supposed to be one of the worst like ways to go is a gut wound because your stomach acids start eating you while you're still alive. Oh, sweet. Wonderful. Yeah. So, yeah. So they found him, uh, his skeletal kind of body or or it had already started decaying to the point that he was... They said he was falling apart as they were picking him up. So, um, yeah. <laughs> it's disgusting. It makes that. Yeah. But but uh, what I was going to say was that was the smell. The wait. Yeah. How long have he been it. dead? Uh, Twenty days. <gasps> uh, and so did you already say that? Yeah. Oh. Well, and so please. anyway, when we uh, when when uh, I mean we could smell it. It's what time like, of year was it? I think it was spring. It oh. was spring because it was spring break. We Starting were to get hot. And it was, it wasn't warmed up yet, but it was really, it was a mess. It was uh, uh, really, uh, yeah. Oh. But, but I could smell, it was, it was the worst vile smell. Uh. I mean, I've smelled like dead chickens and that kind of thing. Like after Katrina, uh, I was down working, uh, oh, you- I went to do some mission work down in uh, Gulfport and one of the ships God. in the harbor had dumped over in the harbor and its freight was uh, all these frozen chickens. Uh, and so all of those chickens came ashore and the first three rows of, um, of houses all have, um, all have um, pools. And so all of those chickens flowed in on the that huge massive wave when it came ashore and <gasps> and then they all ended up in people's pools so we were working in this neighborhood and and they were like oh you guys got to come see this you got to come see this oh my so gosh we all have on these uh corners masks with the the little stuff you rub on the inside it's kind of like mentholatum sort oh, okay of. Mm-hmm. and I so nothing this is fascinating. anyway <laughs> um, so we put on these masks and we started walking and we were still i mean i i was one of the people that got the farthest or closest in and i was still six blocks out when i puked and everybody Ugh. i mean everybody was puking in their masks it was uh, like it was oh so God. gross we could never get down and then to, you're swimming in your vomit yeah oh it's just wretched <laughs> so that's Ugh. that's a bad smell but the human smell is so much worse oh, it's yeah. just um, well because i mean at least I chickens have a it. consistent yeah. diet yeah <laughs> I mean, oh, omnivores yeah we uh, are yeah yeah we're terrible smell. Anyway, so the the thing about falling on the fucking sword, yeah, I'm, I just I can't, I can't. Yeah, twenty days on a fucking sword, Ugh. like yeah. I'm sorry, I fucking imagine it. finding that scene. Yeah, 
Yeah. Obviously, no one fucking cared about him. It was 20 days. Well, mm. and that was, it was, uh, it was his backdoor neighbor that was like, where is he? Where and is what's he? that where fucking smell? And, and that was really what it was. Mm. That was really what it <laughs> yeah. was. Yeah. That's awful. But everybody had said they thought it was the sewer. They mm. thought something was in the sewer. And so for days they did nothing. And, uh, and, but he was real, he was a real recluse and, and, uh, mm. he was a drug addict and, oh. and really, um, put a sword down i mean god i don't i've thought about it but he they said he went stomach first that he he dove onto it like stomach first so we know so it wasn't he a murder stood, no no he stood on the bed do we know it wasn't we, a murder no, well no all of us asked all of us asked you that think question it was murder? yeah we all we all huh i wonder sometimes okay yeah. ja- jamie nat's wife wonders sometimes yeah yeah, he was the next door to the creepy man. And, uh, <gasps> and there was... Uh, yeah. But, what? Yeah. Oh. Lean into my mic, even if the levels are bad. <laughs> it's like we gotta get this shit. I, I don't know. It could be. You know, we saw the relative that came over yeah. afterwards. And he was he was sketchy. He yeah. was sketchy. Yeah. Mm. It was a murder. Dude was very reclusive, though. He was. And, you mm-hmm. know, and like you said, he was a drug addict. He went kind of downward spiral. He had been married, and then he divorced. Yeah. And he had a great yeah. job. I mean, they yeah, was, they, they, they were living in a really nice neighborhood and a nice mm. house. And and so, but he, so when he, when he crashed and burned, he really did a nosedive. So, yeah. Like he, it was for real that he impaled himself, or I kind of yeah. looked at that sketchy man. I don't know. There was something weird about it. I don't know. The, is yeah. this the backdoor neighbor that found him? No, 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 no. Okay. That was a that was a sweet lady. That okay, was a, was <laughs> I was really that would be lady. one of those people that are like, I, I did yeah. this thing. I'm ready for them house. to find him. Yeah. Oh shit, are my levels fucked up now that I moved? No, from my no you're good. Okay, good. You're good. So it's it like Elliot Smith, like to the heart, like yeah. stab yourself in the heart, bullshit. Oh, like, yeah. How do you fuck? You really hate life. Yeah. yeah. Like you yeah. really want to die, but like also if you really want to die. Not judging, because like it's yeah. dark and a weird yeah. place to be. But like, at least when you hang yourself, your neck breaks and you die. Yeah. yeah. And it, even though it's slower Ideally. than you want it to be. Did you know, guys? If you drown your, or if like you go to like drown, I don't know mm-hmm. who wants to drown themselves to die. Um, if you do it in fresh water, wait. If you do it in salt water, it'll take you ten minutes longer to drown it than if you did it in fresh water. Oh wow! So mm. just anyone out there. <laughs> oh god my car yeah. Yeah. yeah 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 that seems like a little s- I would go the- <laughs> yeah yeah um, what yeah, is the I'm thing about putting the head too. in the oven oh um, that was fuck that no the head in the oven is is sniffing gas it's, oh. Uh, oh so it's kind of similar yeah, it's to gas. It's basically, okay. uh, oh so it's a gas uh, yeah uh-huh. not an electric oven it's not gonna do shit <laughs> if i try to do yeah. it i'll just get burn that, my hair up like and cry. there's no way that you have the control to keep your head in an oven at 400 you know, degrees you, no oh, god you think about it when you, i'm like if 195 you, if sylvia plan <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> like I want a slow burn. Yeah. slow cook. That is the slowest of the burns. Don't yeah. do that. Sorry. So if you die that way, I mean, if you you pass out, and so the gas keeps running. So the next person that comes in, they strike their match, and then <gasps> the whole house blows up. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another reason anyway. smoking's bad. <laughs> yeah, bad. Okay, one of them bad reasons. One of them bad reasons, man. Okay. <laughs> Well, see, this is the kind of shit I like, though. I know. And guess what, guys? He's still got two more funeral stories I know. For us. It's Ooh, the best. Yeah. It's a good episode. <laughs> like, it's like, and then starting part two. Okay. <laughs> part two. Deal. Deal. So, we, uh, 
Yeah, I was, you know, we live in the deep south, in mm-hmm. the deep, and I always have to say that. I, you know, people say, oh, you're from Atlanta? No. You're, no, no, we're from the deep, deep south. And uh, so we have we have fire ants here. Yeah. And we have really bad fire ants. Oh. And so fire ants are the worst, oh. you know. And so, um, yeah, they, they really are, uh, they're atrocious. They can literally kill you. Yeah. 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 During the flood that I talked about on mm-hmm. episode four. Oh. They, my, my dad, episode one, piece of shit. But my dad was a medical doctor and he had paratrooping experience. Mm-hmm. So he would he got in the fucking helicopters in the floods in Albany. I guess I should have said that. Yeah. I don't know if I did. But the floods in Albany, Georgia, in 94 and 98, he would paratroop down and then rescue people from the tops of their houses. And one guy was in a fucking tree <gasps> and had a lethal amount of fire ant bites on him. Oh, wow. Like, yeah. literally, like, he went into, yeah. like, shock and died oh my right. God. in the helicopter. Right. Blech. Right. Those fucking things are the devil. Oh God, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Ooh, have you do you guys ever watch um Naked and Afraid? Yeah, I've watched it before. Oh, yeah. yeah. And you know what the bodies look like yeah. in there? Okay, mm-hmm. so the, lots of ant bites. Yeah. Always. That's one of those things that's like, yeah. why would anyone fucking oh. go on this show? Yeah. No. Ugh. No, thank you. Like no, you, you you should probably fall on a sword. Yes. Yeah. Like and that would be better. Yeah. Thank you for your <laughs> for all of us. If I was being for all of us. <laughs> if, though, if I was being eaten alive by ants and there's a sword present. Thank you. You would take the sword. I'm like, Thank sword you. me yeah. up. <laughs> Just right in there. Sword right me up. up. Yeah. They can have me after. See, but... my luck, I'd fall on like my thigh. <laughs> there was, like, but the fat part of my thigh, not like an artery or the feet. Like it'd be the, the fat no part. No blood at Our all. Our teeth would just be like the meaty part. Oh. <laughs> I'm like, what? I love when we go off on these little. This started with a comment about fire ants in South Georgia, and but we literally I do, covered. I do yeah. feel that Nat is going somewhere with the fire yeah, ants. Yeah, I need so to know the fire ants. Let's let him story. tell his story. So this was uh, now. There's a lot to this story because um, I. Uh, it's really funny because I was uh, in school at UT at the time, and my grandmother, uh, my grandmother, and my grandfather, my dad's dad and my mom's mom died less than a week apart so um we had um we had uh let's see i i think we were at my granddad's funeral first i believe that's correct a week apart Uh, a week before my granny died and so um i had gone and um no, no, no. I'm sorry. It was my grandmother. My granny died first. And that's how I had, I had visited my granddad while I was at my grandmother's funeral. And so I got to see him right before he died. But um, anyway, when I, uh, I had, this was all during finals at school. And so I had to miss, uh, I had to miss two finals. And um, what year were you? This, I was uh sophomore okay. was second year and so anyway I um and I had I had only one professor that was a real dick and uh, <laughs> so he had said there's no way in hell that your grandmother died and then your grandfather died I'm sorry I don't believe you and I had been a pallbearer in both of these uh funerals and they were both in Waycross <laughs> and so I I Waycross paper is small enough that I mean everybody knows if you fart. There. So, <laughs> yes. so, so when uh, yeah they they put 
uh, they put it in both papers. And so my grandmother mailed both copies of the paper Aww. to me and I took them in and threw them down on my Did he feel desk. like a dick? Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, and it was like, here's me. Fucking here's asshole. Me. Yeah. Ass. See, and that so, should have been my professor because yeah. my dad died like several times the same semester oh, <laughs> to yeah. every teacher. Yeah. <laughs> Just like wishing yeah. it into existence. Yes. Yeah. Well, and I, I can't say, I can't say that I'm not the boy who cried wolf yeah, because yeah, yeah. I, I definitely like this, done this you, This happened, there was yeah. a party that was like, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. But I always had the, you know. I mean, Did it was, I cause it? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. At least you got caught out, though, when it was actually true. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, how dare you? Yeah. I'm not how a dare fucking you? I'm not a liar. I wouldn't do that. I am not. How dare you suggest There's one thing I'm not. And it's a liar. That's a liar. Do you and think I'm that big of a piece of shit <laughs> as you lie? Yeah. Bold faced. Yeah. So, what at any rate. Okay, professor? so back to my granddad's funeral. So, we were at my granddad's funeral and uh and my granddad had several they had he had several brothers and sisters there for some reason those families back then they were so big i mean there were back then. there were eight kids well, they, or something yeah, they could make money and have yeah. a dream come true right, now it's right. just like fucking have one and don't have any more exactly because <laughs> that exactly. one kid might just fucking suck right like right. i mean honestly oh, he's definitely suck. He's probably <laughs> going to have some dread disease sorry Layla so, sorry yeah but one and done right right so <laughs> we, we were so we're at this funeral and it it was uh it was really very sad but there were so many really really old siblings and my granddad was kind of in the middle and so he was his brother god I was like how is that man even alive <laughs> and tell me and he, he didn't drive really, here <laughs> He well, he was with his daughters, and they were they were up in age, but I mean, they were in. I know they had to have been in their seventies, and so this was a really old man. He was like that kind of old where you his daughters, yeah, his daughters were in their seventies. So uh, I mean, this man was really wow. freaking old. He was a and thousand. So he he had that skin that was like. Like you could see through it, like you could hold. You didn't have to do an X-ray with him. You could hold him up to the sunlight. And yeah. see all of his organs. And, uh, so an elderly X-ray. He, yes, he was so old, but he had he had this, he was really this cute man. He's really tall, and and very lanky, and he was walking with a walker, and he was wearing this seersucker suit. Oh, and, that's a uh, classic. Very, yeah. very stylish, mm -hmm. and so. I'm watching him walk up and, you know, after living in the South for a little while, you start noticing it's like anytime the ground's wet, you know, the ants will really put on the mounds and they get mm -hmm. really tall. Oh, no. And so, you oh, know, no. you know what to look for. It's like, just stay the hell yeah. away from those ant mounds, you know? Yeah. And so. Because even anyway. though you're bigger than them. Oh, yeah. There are so many of There's them and yeah. they so immediately attack. Freaking mm -hmm. nightmarish. And so, the welts are huge. Oh, yeah. So, and, and the other, the mean thing. Now, this is something a lot of people don't know about ants. When they get on you, they'll all get on you first. They'll all yes. get on you first. And then one of them sends a signal. This. And and when mm -hmm. they send the signal, they all bite at once. At the same time. And they don't actually just bite. They are like, imagine they're like little wasps. Yeah. So they've got their pinchers in their heads. They pinch onto your skin. They pull their butts up. And then they have stingers in their butts. If you look closely at a little fire ant, mm -hmm. he's got a little tiny stinger like a 
like a bee and they stick their stinger that in fucking asshole i'm like it, they piss me off there's nothing that what makes the, me happy is there anyone that grinding won't, they won't eat like is there no. someone they're like oh fuck this guy we're no. out i think they all of them i experienced just, the because oh. we were so fishing. then if you try to kick them off well i was fishing at uh my great uncle's pond and we're just sitting there having a jolly good time and then all of a sudden it was Literally like my pants were on fire and I had to all male cousins strip off all of my clothes Mm. by the pond and like Mm. walk into the pond to get them all off me and walk home around the pond without any clothes on. You know where I'm going then. So so when they, they all bite. The stingers, yeah. okay, so they don't bite you with your, their mouth, they bite you with the sting? They bite with the mouth to hold on to you, uh, so they don't let loose For leverage. You. For leverage. And then they cock their body back and go, <laughs> with their ass. And that's where they put, like, the venom or whatever yeah. in? Mm-hmm. Mm. And it's vicious. It's, <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. So, Okay, anyway, so, so I, I almost don't want to know this the story, because I'm already... I'm, I'm watching this sweet little sad. man hobble slowly up <laughs> to his brother's. You know, there's... And it's out in the field and, and you know, at, at um, I forget the name of that funeral. The big, the big one in Waycross. I can't remember Music, what it's called. Music, Odom. No, not the, not the funeral home, oh, but the, the cemetery. Um, Oakland. It may be Oakland. Or Green Lawn. Oakland's the big one that's Oakland. over there. Yeah, yeah. Oakland is right by my grandmother's house. So um, <laughs> anyway. Um, I've yeah, blacked like out I say, all of Waycross. I've, <laughs> I've been to lots of funerals. There. Yeah. 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 So, uh, but they always do the same thing. They come out and they'll put up tents uh, yeah. mm-hmm. for the family and then what they, time of year obviously um it was spring okay uh, i i think it was spring because it was warm warm enough for him to be in a seersucker suit because yeah. yeah that's the picture oh that's had. yeah yeah and so seersucker we were, is we'll put it on our blog um, yeah <laughs> a lot of so, not people from because it was finals we were coming to finals so it was yeah it was right before right before spring break for us so uh that's fair Anyway, when uh, I'm watching him and he's hobbling up and his daughters are following him, I can see this happening. I'm looking over and and I'm watching him put the leg of the the front of the walker right in one of those big mounds. And and I'm just like, oh, shit, don't do it. Don't do it. And then he just stands there and it's like, no, no, don't stand there. And I'm watching it happen. And then all of a sudden I see him start doing this high stepping and he's, he's kind of walking around like holding onto his walker oh. and at the same time lifting <laughs> no. his legs. And he's 9,000 years old. And he's so old. And his daughters <laughs> are trying to, are kind of looking quizzically at him like, what the hell's wrong with daddy? He's and having a stroke. He's like, well, I've never seen him dance like this. And so he's really, oh he's really life. shaking it. And so, you know, and, and so all of a sudden they realize, oh, it's ants. So they start hitting his feet. And and he's telling them, no, it's in my pants. Oh God! So they reach over, take Stop. his pants, Stop. drop no. trousers right there, in, yes. and so. But, but they didn't. To. They didn't just get the pants. Oh no! It's pants <gasps> and bloomers too, Shut all straight up. down. So he's oh. in his all together with his junk sitting there, and I'm like. <laughs> so I can't even feel sorry for him anymore because you're jealous. It's, yeah, it's like wow, wow. 
Nice. So you just see old man. <laughs> <laughs> just old man. So, ancient dick. Yeah. Ancient dusty dick. You're like, mm-hmm. Flopping. No wonder they got so many kids. <laughs> no shit. Wow. No shit. Wow. So, and I'm sure that, yeah. yeah. So, Seriously, like her pants weren't And then he had to have it amputated from ant bites. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but, but seeing that, so and, you know, and they're trying, after. they're desperately trying to pull the pants back, the underwear back up and beat his legs off. And it was this really How did he stay dance. standing? I don't even know. I mean, it's a miracle. It was a miracle. And he died the next day. And, no, I had to. I mean, God. <laughs> oh, my God. But, but I mean, they did. I mean, it was funny because, oh like, I'm watching this unfold. And and so <laughs> oh he's walking up. This happens. And then Eating he turns popcorn. around and leaves. And, you know, they all, of course, they, they're coming up to see the, the funeral. <laughs> and then, then they turn around and leave. And it was funny because Dad... Uh, dad had not been really paying attention to what was going on. And, and uh, he says, well, now I, I saw, I saw Melvin's Melvin. brother. He said, I, I just saw him. I know he was coming up. I wanted to talk to him. <laughs> so, I, so I had to tell him what had happened. I said, dad, I think he got into some ants. <laughs> but I was sad that he had missed. And I felt like I was the only one that saw him sitting here witnessing this amazing event. <laughs> you know, so, I mean, can't you imagine going back and telling your friend, whew, I flopped my dick at everybody. <laughs> <laughs> I went to my oh brother's my funeral this weekend well, and dropped trout. Could you imagine it's like, I mean, granted, he was 9,000 years old, like we said. But like having to explain to a girl you're seeing, like, this isn't an STD. Yeah. <laughs> These are a bunch oh, of yeah. I don't know that you could. I don't know that you could get busy with a bunch of ant bites no. on your dick. I don't know. No. Dudes are pretty desperate. True. They'll do anything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. You're oh my god, that poor fucking guy. I know. I know. Melvin. Melvin. No, that's that's the that was my the deceased man. Oh. The deceased man. But yeah. you don't know his name. It's called Lloyd. Like, no, it's like Cecil or something. Oh, Cecil, like that's that. perfect. So yeah. it's like I mean, Cecil. You see it all. Cecil. 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 See it all. Oh, don't you hate that on a podcast? Uh, Cecil. 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 <laughs> when I was in Wisconsin, I heard a guy that actually talks like that. It Did was, you punch him in the face immediately? <laughs> no, but my friend Crystal goes, Laura. There's a guy sitting behind us, and you know when you're. Watching a cartoon with a beaver, the way it talks when it whistles through its teeth. She's like, he sounds like a Disney beaver. And then I heard it and I went, oh God. Like the from Family Guy? Family Guy. Hey, Chris. Oh, wait, Chris. 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 There you go. You do it. I can't. Would you like a popsicle? (laughs) Would you like a popsicle? (laughs) Child molester whistle. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Definitely. So we'll go to freezer in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> Say I've got ants in my pants. What is it? Say I got ants in my pants. Ants in my pants. <laughs> <laughs> That's gonna be the clip we take and post on Twitter. That's going on Twitter. Well, we got a funeral story about ants and pants, guys. <laughs> a nine thousand year old man dropping oh, trowel. <laughs> yes. The elements of this episode. Whew. Oh my okay. god! And so you you true. never talked about it with anyone else. Um. Well, yes. That's that's that's. I mean, that was at the funeral. No, no. I mean, uh, my siblings were there, and my cousins were there, and uh, and none of them saw it. 
and my aunt and my dad, neither of them saw it. Nobody that was You're like there. at the point, you're like, surely like, I made this on. up. <laughs> surely no. this didn't happen. Three no, stone, Matt. Well, probably. But <laughs> well, yes, perpetual. but. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely, but that, that's neither here nor there. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to learn how to do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I can't do it. I can't do it. Can you? No, I can't do you it. You were doing pretty good a minute ago. Yeah. So, guys, yeah, it feels really weird to do this. Suddenly, I just roll my tongue like I'm Hispanic. I'm trying to, I'm like, Arr. nope. Suddenly, I'm a fever from a Disney movie. No. Anyway. <laughs> sorry, so sorry, Uncle Cecil. That's my first, Cecil? that's my first uh, person. Yeah, God. So, I was actually Funeral Stories is produced by Seth and Molino, and music is by John Pope. Check out our website and blog by going to www.funeralstories.com. And follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Funeral Stories, and on Instagram at Funeral underscore Stories. Donate to our cause on Patreon to unlock subscriber rewards. And please don't forget to send your funeral stories to funeralstoriespodcast at gmail.com or hello at funeralstories.com. Rate, review, and subscribe on Apple iTunes and listen on your preferred podcasting service. Thanks, guys. Bye.